0: Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all, and I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, To accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing, and we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, The catch is, I'm not already a fan of their thing. However, I realize that it's easy to like something as long as I had an excited person explaining why it was great. And so this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that. Now for today's episode, we have one of the hosts of the Curiosity Hour podcast, Tommy Eslin. Tommy, how's it going, bud?
1: Great. How about you, man?
0: I'm good. I got my gigantic water cup uh, because <laughs> um, I'm thirsty. <laughs> but yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your show and what you do over there? Sure.
1: So, um, the curiosity, Art podcast was born out of shockingly enough curiosity. Um, a friend of mine from high school, <laughs> I reconnected on Facebook and I do this thing on my Facebook page. And I have for like 10 years where I just ask a lot of questions. And it, it occurred to me one day when I was out of town and I posted, Hey, what should I do when I'm in X town? And I got a bunch of really good ideas. And I was like, this is a thing that can can go somewhere. So I just started broadening the question reach and asking all kinds of questions about things that I just that popped into my head that I was curious about. They ranged from politics to morality to favorite movies to recipes. Anything that I was curious about, uh, I asked. And this uh, friend Dan from high school, he reached out to me and said, "Hey, I think that this could be a really interesting podcast." And so on. January 1st, 2017, we released our first episode and we have released 147 episodes, uh, different guests each week, finding out about what gives their life meaning, what is their purpose in life and what it means to live authentically. And it's been, we kind of consider it um, our sacred space. It's it's really a beautiful thing to, to witness somebody share, um, their story and share their experiences. And so it's, it's kind of uh, almost like church for me.
0: Amen, brother. I mean, that's, that's what I feel like this show's all about too. So it's up, the, it's up the same alley. It's just about sharing. Exactly. Yeah. It's just about sharing about passionate things. And it's, I, I didn't know how, what it was going to do to me to be able to share in that experience until I started this show. And so I love that you get it. Like, you, you totally get it already, and that's great. Um, So so what is your favorite movie? Like, you, <laughs> what was it? i talking about curiosity. I, I love movies. So, like, what's your favorite um,
1: movie? So this always um, makes people ask, are you kidding? But my favorite movie of all time is Joe versus the Volcano. Absolutely love
0: it. I mean, you, you got the mind cloud. I mean, you got Or the brain cloud, right? <laughs> yeah. You get the brain cloud? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I mean anything I mean Meg yeah. Ryan and, and and Tom Hanks they're great together always have been yep and uh, yeah I, I get it man I love that movie growing up I, I don't think I've seen it since I've been married huh that's interesting so that's the thing
1: like the movie grows it grows with you like uh-huh. when I first watched it when I was like 12 or 13 it hit me a certain way and then I continued watching it and every time I see it I see a little bit something different
0: Man, I, I'll, I'm gonna have to watch it again. There's there are certain movies that I enjoy differently as I've gotten older than when, than the, than how I did when I was younger. Like there, I still enjoy the movie, but for different reasons, and that's so interesting. Joe vs. Volcano. Absolutely. I'm gonna so have what's to watch it. one?
1: What's one for you? Oh. that
0: that changes. Oh, what changes? Man, um...
1: Well, what's one for you that as you watch it, like when you get older, it, it kind of grows with you?
0: Yeah, the w- the one that I, uh, that is usually, it usually has to do with, like, Disney movies. So, like, one that, that is different for me would be, like, Mary Poppins. Like, I'm, I've always been a big fan of the Mary Poppins movie, but looking at it, I watch it from, you know, when you're a kid, you watch it from the kid's perspective. And then as I got older, you start seeing it from the adult's perspective and like how just like life can jade you in certain ways. Like, you know, Mr. Banks didn't set out to be the mean dad. I mean, he's just a dad and he just tries to do the best that he can. Uh, and then you realize how important Bert is to the story. Um, Bert is the one that actually quote unquote, fixes Mary, uh, uh, Mr. Banks. Um, he, he's the one that actually has the conversation with Mr. Banks that makes Mr. Banks see it from a different perspective. And so like you see I see it from a whole new light. And then just a, a, a lot of like just different movies where there's father son interaction or parent child interaction, things like that. Like I see it from a whole different point of view. And uh, yeah, and then so uh, my favorite movie is Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I like that movie for the same reason that I always have. It's because it's the best movie ever made. And so <laughs> that's, that's pretty You're much it. You're not wrong. Yeah. I'm so, not, yeah.
1: so it's funny because, um, you recently were recording this and, and recently you had the episode about, um, prop, I'm forgetting the name of the show. Oh, prop but, culture. Um, yeah, prop culture. culture. Yeah. Great up. Yeah. And, uh, yet you t- you talked about the the part of the show that talks about Mary Poppins. And so, first of all, how cool for you to be able to watch that, talk to one of the people that was involved in the show. Um, but then I'm actually the one who, who uh, mentioned on Twitter that the prop that I would like to have was Indiana Jones' satchel.
0: Oh, it was you. Oh, okay, yeah. No, the satchel's a great yes. idea, man. Like, great idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh well, now I feel bad. Uh, yeah, the satchel would be great. I mean, anything from Indiana Jones would be awesome. I've always wanted to have the actual Holy Grail from the, the from the movie, and I would I would use it. I would drink out of it every day, and that would just be the only thing that I ever drank out of ever. And it would be it would be amazing. <laughs> it would be awesome. And I would and I would always guzzle it the way Indy did, like just let it just like glog 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 just like let it pour down your sugar because you're tired, you're sweaty <laughs> even in the desert. Dude hasn't had any water. Yep, is in the is in the middle. Of, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I could talk about Indiana Jones all day, and I actually have on multiple occasions on multiple different podcasts, uh, <laughs> but I want to talk about your thing that isn't Joe versus the volcano. So, uh, Tommy, what is your thing?
1: My thing is... Vegetarian cooking.
0: Now, vegetarian cooking. Now, are you... uh, Did you... Is this a recent thing, or is this something that you've been doing for a long time?
1: So, I... Being a vegetarian is about ten years old for me. Oh, okay. um, my wife was born and raised vegetarian, um, and I told her before we got married that I, under no circumstances, would ever become a vegetarian. <laughs> okay. Um, famous last words. And here and we so are. About here four we are years talking our about... marriage. I.
0: <laughs> here we are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, I I became a vegetarian uh, about four years into our marriage, uh, right around there, and. Um, My wife, like I said, she was born and raised vegetarian, so she knows all the recipes. She's an incredible cook. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but um, our schedules have shifted in the last like two years, and I have taken on about 90% of the cooking. And instead of trying to recreate her recipes, I have branched out and I mean, I've never been a cook in my entire life. Like I'm, I'm the guy that screwed up box mac and cheese. So <laughs> I, I did not have a clue what I was doing. And I have been branching out and trying new things. And uh, it is the most exciting thing in the world when you make something and people take one or two bites and then they like pull their head back and they they turn and they look at you and they're like this is my new favorite
0: okay so you've been a vegetarian for almost 10 years but the actual cooking process is very new to you is is, is... exactly yep oh that's yep. so interesting Okay, so i i i similarly had a, a that growing up too is i didn't i didn't cook at all growing up it was not my dad almost never cooked ever uh my mom was a fantastic cook And she took great pride in it, and it was always kind of though at the same time it was kind of stay out of the kitchen, Chris. So not like in a mean way. (laughs) Um, So I, yeah, yeah. She, she, mom, my mom loved to cook, and uh, she had three very large sons that uh, loved to eat. So we just were. She just loved dishing out the food. Um, And so when I got married and uh, and moved into our moved into my my own place, uh, I didn't know how to cook at all. Um, as I was a young adult, like, I just ate out. Uh, like, I didn't I didn't know how to cook. And so, yeah, I didn't know how to do box macaroni. I, I had cereal at, at my house. So, uh, <laughs> I had cereal and milk and, and like, uh, microwave stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was... Basically, I had to start cooking full-time when my wife was pregnant with our first daughter. And all raw anything made her want to throw up. And so it's like, okay, well, I, I better, I better learn (laughs) if we want to eat. And so that's, so yeah, so similarly, like it was a, it was out of necessity. And so, so when you first started cooking vegetarian, was it, did you, did you like watch shows? Did you look up stuff online or did you just like wing it? Or like, what was the genesis for some of your ideas?
1: There is absolutely no winging whatsoever. (laughs) Um, I, I believe the first recipe that I kind of tried out a little bit was there was one of those Facebook videos, how to make the Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell at home. And I mean, Taco Bell is one of those things, like it's amazing and you love it. And it's also the worst thing ever. Um, and so I was like, wait a minute, I bet if I made that at home, it would not like Hurt to eat, so I tried that, and it was a little bit more like skill than what I was used to, but I did it, and I mean, I just basically used like pre-made vegetarian like crumbles. They make these, uh, you know, ground beef substitutes in order to to like recreate the original thing, and the whole family was like, "Yeah, this is really good. You should you should do this more often," and so I did that for a while, and then. Um, that kind of boosted my confidence a little bit. And I, I interviewed on my podcast this um, really cool woman who was putting out a newsletter um, that was like curated links from around the inter- universe of the internet. And I subscribed to it to show support and one of the links happened to be a recipe. And I'm blanking on what the recipe was, but it was this like pasta dish that was way more labor intensive than what I was used to. And it sounded really, really good. And so I was like, Hey, I think I want to try this thing. And I made it. And like, again, the whole family really loved it, but it was that process of trying things that, that was the, the, the key. Like I, for some reason was hesitant to even try new things, but The other half of it was my wife's dishes, I wasn't succeeding at those. I wasn't succeeding at these things that she had been making her entire life. Nobody in the family was like, dad, this is a really great substitute for what, no, I mean, it wasn't good. And so I didn't feel like I could make these things. But I recognized that if I were to go out and look for recipes that I wanted to make, I wasn't going to be like trying to duplicate mom's efforts. I was going to be doing dad's thing. And I was able to find, like I have an entire binder full of recipes that every Saturday morning I'll go into the living room and I'll flip through the binder and I'll find what recipes I want to make. And then I'll call the kids and say, okay, what do you want dad to make this week? And they like go through the binder with me and they pick out the recipes that they want to have. And it is fun and it is like exciting, and I feel like I can actually be a success at it. And so it's like this really win-win-win thing for the entire for everybody. It's it's awesome,
0: dude. Way to organize! Like I I have <laughs> I have recently turned to lists. Uh, I, I, I as I've gotten yes. as I've gotten older, I realize I don't remember everything quite as well that I need to accomplish. And so I started writing things down as well and kind of keeping note, but I keep it in my phone, just like little note. I, I have notes, pages and pages and pages of notes of just things that I want to try or that my girls want to try or, or just anything like that. When, now, when you say crumbles, you, you mentioned that earlier when you were talking about Taco Bell. What What is actually in a crumble?
1: So um, it kind of depends on what, like, What uh, company you're getting it for or getting it from excuse me So there are some that are vegan and there are some that are vegetarian and the vegan one uh, Has no egg product in it, but the vegetarian one typically does in order to hold it together Um, It's usually a texturized vegetable protein or it's gluten Um, there are a couple of Companies that make better products, like within the last two years, there have been huge strides in vegetarian meat, like substitutes, um, and it, it typically is just uh, the the soy and the vegetable and the wheat. That's just uh, some combination therein.
0: All right, so that that's how you're getting most of your protein. Then is going to be from soy. Is that is that the majority of your protein?
1: You know, we do a lot of soy. We do a lot of beans, like a ton of beans, but we also do, I mean, there's a lot of protein in dairy. And so like we, we're not vegan. Right. But if I find a recipe that looks really good, that's vegan, I'm going to jump on it because in order for a recipe to be like, if it's, you know, got five stars and it's vegan, you kind of know that it's going to be really good, you know?
0: <laughs> you could, Yeah. You're going to trust uh, who's ever rating that five stars. Um, so, so you're going to eat, be eating a lot of beans, and so you you'll eat meat and eggs still. Uh, I mean, excuse me, meat and eggs, yeah, milk and eggs. Yeah, that's kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yes. I uh, milk and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we
1: do, we do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The. Well, I have never gone full vegetarian. We we've uh, we, we cut out all processed sugars. Um, we cut out, I cut out most dairy except for the cream that goes in my coffee. That's actually almost, um, and then occasionally there'll be, there'll be butter in things, but like, I'm not like eating cheese, drinking milk, that type of thing. You know, like they'll, they'll be, it'll be in things basically. Um, and, and then we cut out most rices and pastas. And so we were just doing lean protein, um, and, and and actual just like grilled vegetables is basically what it was, um, and then uh, the quarantine hit and that went out the door because we were we had to we only went shopping once a month, <laughs> and so it uh, it would, be, it would <laughs> yep. be great to go back to eating something healthy and it's great for our gut and we've been able now to get more you know more fresh we we started our garden so we're having fresh vegetables coming from there especially lettuce. And things of that nature so that's been really good so like for breakfast take me through like your your meals through the day so for breakfast what is a basic breakfast going to be for you
1: okay well we don't actually do a lot of vegetarian cooking for breakfast just let's be clear so our breakfasts are cereal bagels with butter we do um brewer's yeast or nutritional yeast that's a it's i don't know if you're familiar with that
0: Is is it, like, uh, uh, what's the Australian, like, Marmite, or...
1: Okay, so it is, I mean, kind of similar-ish, sort of. So... Nutritional Flakes or Brewer's Yeast um, is a, it's kind of an orange powder or flake, almost, and this is a horrible comparison because it's going to sound way unappetizing, but it's almost like fish food, if you can think of like the flakes that we used to put in fish bowls when we were kids. But um, basically, you can add it into a lot of different things and it gives kind of a cheesy texture, a cheesy flavor, um, and, and kind of that Umami flavor as well, and so like we get everything bagels, and we put butter on it, and then you sprinkle the brewer's yeast on it, and it's just absolutely delicious. Like my six-year-olds, I've got twin six-year-old boys, and they'll eat that every day. They absolutely love it. But um, we have a dish called really cleverly veggies, which <laughs> is a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of steamed vegetables. So you get potatoes, carrots, celery, zucchini. Um, I think that might be it and you, you steam them all up and then you put them in a big bowl with about a stick of butter and a big heaping like, container full of cottage cheese and then you put just a ton of brewer's yeast in it and you mix it all up and it is, we have a joke in our family um, you know that a dish is really good if, if people ask to be able to lick their bowl, and that is one of those meals that people ask to lick their bowl. Like, it is, it's almost like the inside of a shepherd's pie, if you can think of that.
0: I love shepherd's pie. And then, so then, I was thinking Vegemite was, Vegemite was the other thing I was trying to remember. I could not, like, I own, I have tons of Vegemite, so I but I just blanked. Uh, <laughs>
1: so I I have tried that once and I know that they tell you to put it on sparingly and I don't think I did it sparingly enough.
0: Oh no it, it dude, it's gotta be we're talking like a thimbleful over an entire piece of toast. like it is it is right like, yeah my wife yeah. She, she she doesn't like it. both <laughs> of my girls don't like it. I will eat it every now and then when I when I'm feeling like that salty need. For something, yep. But yeah, it's yep. got to be.
1: We put brewer's yeast on like popcorn. We put it on. I mean, it's just it's so versatile. You can put it on so many different things.
0: So that's that's your that's that's a lot of your protein is coming from that. Then is that what, so? That's that's where you're getting that. Yep. Then yep. Okay. Yep. And then okay. So so what are some things then that let's say that I wanted to go vegetarian for a week, which I'm going to after this episode. Um, what are <laughs> Well, no, just for, yeah, at least just for a week, and we'll see how we'll see how my gut feels. Uh, sure. <laughs> I've cut out almost, like except for on special occasions, we have cut out almost all red meat. It's almost all fish and chicken. That's almost the, that's the, almost the entirety of our of our meats that we eat anyway. So pork and beef have gone the way of the dodo, which I always wondered what dodo would taste like. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I bet. It <laughs> and uh, but like, what are like five or six things that I need to have on hand besides brewer's yeast? to like make it through a week without feeling starving for protein. basically. Okay.
1: So the thing that I have found, like I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I, I don't actually pay attention to protein because I just eat a lot of what tastes really good. And most of the stuff that I'm, that I'm making. I mean, it, it like not nobody in my family is in any way, shape or form, uh, deprived of any nutrients. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. So, okay, um, the thing that I have found, like I mentioned the, the prepackaged crumbles and those are really good. Those are really easy. Like that's just totally simple. You buy the bag and then you, you know, you heat it like you would ground beef. But what's been really fun for me is I have found a couple recipes that, Um, One of the new favorites in the family is a vegan burrito bowl that uses walnut cauliflower meat. Oh. And so in a food processor, you put in, I forget what the, you know, the proportions are, but you put in walnut, uh, cauliflower, and a bunch of spices, and you blend it all together. You don't blend it, but you like you know, pulse it to get a crumble and then you roast that in the oven for like 45 minutes and it has this incredibly good, nutty, savory, spicy flavor. I mean, it doesn't have the same consistency as like meat, but it is this just delicious, delicious mixture that you put in Um, A We put rice and I uh, roast some peppers and we put some lime slices and cilantro and we get queso fresca. And it's just this incredibly delicious meal. It's so
0: good. Okay. What I really like what you just said was, is that you didn't say, oh, this tastes just like meat. And I think that's something that always has always kind of turned me off in the past. Is that like oh it just tastes just like meat and then you'll try it? It's like no that that doesn't taste just like meat. <laughs> it tastes you no. Know, but and the thing is it doesn't mean that it tastes bad. And, and that's that's the right. difference is yeah. that. It, it, and so like if you just say this tastes really good, then that's that's all. So I love that you said that it, and. And because it's it's not, it can taste good in its own way. It doesn't have to be a substitute absolutely. for something else. And I, I really like that. Yeah. So I just absolutely. I just uh, while you were while you were talking, I looked up the meat cr- meat crumbles, meatless crumbles, and it's been my morning star. Is that something that like is that is that one that you used before?
1: The morning star is good. Um, we have found that gardine is one of the best. Like if you want to get the pre-made meat substitutes, they've got veggie burgers, they've got um, uh, the crumbles, they've got like chicken strips and turkey strips, they've got like mandarin chicken for like an, an Asian dish, they've got all kinds of products and those are all really, really good. Okay. Um, Beyond Meat is kind of is kind of hit or miss. I have found okay. that the crumbles are not what we would ever go with but their chicken is really good.
0: Okay. The chicken, quote unquote. So you, chicken. you yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <chicken>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we have a, a a running joke in the family. We like to refer to any fake meat, like with an F in the front of it. So bacon is faken, chicken <laughs> is ficken.
0: <Yeah>, it's fun. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. The uh, the yeah. So so what you're saying is is basically make a dish and just make a ton. Of vegetables, and maybe add beans to it instead of instead of the meat that I would normally add to it. Or if I have these crumbles on hand, that'd be something to have. Like, what's your what's your favorite vegetable? Like, wh- like th- this doesn't even have to be with vegetarian cooking. Like, what is your favorite vegetable? What is your go-to?
1: Okay, so my favorite vegetable by far is Brussels sprout. That oh, I love Brussels sprouts!
0: Just,
1: oh my god, Brussels sprout is amazing. But as far as, so yeah, straight up Brussels sprout is the best. There's so many different things you can do with it. But I have been experimenting with cauliflower and with mushrooms a lot. And I have been like, I, I, I mentioned the walnut, cauliflower. Burrito bowls, that's really good. We do roasted cauliflower tacos, which we've had friends over for dinner and they're like, okay, this is going to be fun. We're having vegetarian. And then they ask for the recipe before they leave.
0: I, I love cauliflower. Uh, I'll, I'll, I do it as a rice substitute. Um, and, and just like, I'll, I, I do it like once or twice in the food processor as well, just to give it a bit of a pulse. And instead of having to chop it and then I just roast it and it puffs up. So, so you're using that almost as like instead of the meat crumbles then uh, so I and I, I could totally see that working out that that sounds really good.
1: And my oldest, um, about every two weeks, she asks me to make buffalo cauliflower sliders.
0: Oh I've seen those. I, and so you you make them they're good. Like how do you do you make like a patty?
1: No, like you probably could, but I just I just chopped the cauliflower into bite-sized pieces. Um, Actually, a little bit bigger than bite-sized, actually. And then I... Coat them in uh, flour, milk. You can do if you want to do vegan, you can do like unsweetened almond milk or something like that. I do breadcrumbs, and you roast it in the oven, and then after, like about 10 minutes before you're done, you coat it in um, the the hot sauce, the buffalo sauce, and I make my own buffalo sauce, and then like. It's funny because I made this dish knowing that my wife and I were going to like it. And I assumed that none of the kids would. But I've got twin six-year-old boys, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old who will be 13 in a week and a half. And all four of them love it. Like, just love it.
0: And and so when you made the switch to the vegetarianism, how did you feel physically, like gut-wise? Like, did you, did you feel something right away? Or could you ever see yourself going back to eating meat? Or or anything like that, Like, what was the change that you felt in your body?
1: So I'm gonna say this as delicately as I can, but (laughs) um, the the transition to going vegetarian was so subtle that I didn't even notice it. And then one Christmas, my dad's birthday is like a couple days after Christmas, one year I went back home with my wife and and the two older kids at the time. Um, And we went out to dinner for my dad's birthday and I got this massive, steak, just massive peppercorn encrusted. I mean, it was like the most delicious steak I've ever had in my entire life. Like my mouth waters a little bit even thinking about it. (laughs) And it, it went badly for me. It went very, very badly for me. My body was not able to deal with that. And I have not thought about eating meat since then. Um, there was one holdout. I'm I'm kind of a weird vegetarian because for about two years after that, I did eat bacon because bacon's delicious, (laughs) but, um, that kind of phased out as well. And I mean, I don't like, I'm not totally strict. Like if I were to go to some restaurant where I know that like, it's, you know, they know what they're doing and they're amazing and they had bacon on the menu. And I knew that no matter what happened afterward, I was going to be enjoying a really good piece of bacon. I might Go ahead and get a piece of bacon, but I don't, I don't miss chicken. I don't miss steak. I don't, I don't miss anything at all.
0: That's so interesting, especially coming from someone who, who was like a, going to be a diehard carnivore even in a marriage. So that's, that's very interesting. My brother's vegetarian. I I always try and cook vegetarian meals whenever he's here. And like, I always eat it and I always try and enjoy it. But then I also have (laughs) another piece of... I I just make lots of different, very tasty vegetables for him. And then I also make meat for myself. So uh, I enjoy the dishes that we made. And I guess so the way to look at it is, is that you're just making really elaborate side dishes for yourself as your main meal. You're just putting a little more effort into the side. uh, a side dish that I would normally eat with my meat, I would then need to just put a little bit more effort into the actual dish itself, which actually now makes a lot of sense. It's not quite as daunting.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I, I like I said to start this all out. Like I told my wife beforehand, I would never be vegetarian, but at the same time, like I never, I, I don't think that I would ever look at a full meal that didn't have meat and be like well, where's the rest of it? Like if it was a full meal, if it was a plate of food that was going to, you know, tide me over, I mean, we're not talking like a, a salad. We're talking like an actual meal. I don't think that I ever would have looked at it and, and felt like it was missing something, you know?
0: Yeah, that that would be a transition for me. And a and one that I'd be willing to make, at least for a week. I, I have a very <laughs> strong feeling that my youngest daughter is going to be a vegetarian very soon, so uh, I so I better get on board. Um, I better get on board. She's one viewing of the movie Babe away from 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 being vegetarian, <laughs> and <laughs> Yep, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do, pig. That'll, that'll, do. Do, no. yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do, dog. Yeah, that'll do. Dad jokes. Uh, okay. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. And luckily, she she does love vegetables. She's she's good at eating things, which is which is great. My now my oldest daughter, on the other hand, like she'll just be like, "Well, it's a circle of life, dad. As long as you you know, circle of life, <laughs> like, no no problem with whatever." <laughs> We actually were enjoying this show called called The Butcher, which was on History Channel. And it was a competition show about breaking down pieces of meat. And she was so into it that it was like, huh, okay, like, you're just totally fine with this whole thing, huh? And she's like, yeah, this is great. Look at them. They're breaking down it into the four primals and putting it into nice steak cuts. Like, okay. So I have two. <laughs> I have two very opposite end of the spectrum kids and uh, so that's that's fun that's that's gonna be fun later on but my my wife has no problem going vegetarian as well Um, so this is at least is gonna like that okay so I want to make a fancy dinner I want to I want to I want to pull out all the stops I want to cook out cook the big dinner what are what is my big dinner gonna be like what is it you're gonna do to Wow somebody so you said those sliders which sound amazing and then you did the the burrito bowl and so what's what's the pull out of the stops meal? The
1: pull out all the stops meal um, I think that we're going to go with a farmers market pasta with homemade pesto for the main dish. Yeah. And you're going to get you're going to get a really really good Cheesy. I mean, maybe not for you because you're not so much with the dairy, but uh, if I was talking to somebody else, a cheesy, warm Brussels sprout salad. It is, uh, I made it for my wife for Mother's Day and it was like, again, a total hit. They asked for it the next week.
0: I will eat cheese. I just don't like eat All right. Like, I'm not like snacking on string cheese or anything like that. Like, like if it's... I, I Gotcha, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm not yeah. drinking milk. I'm not like... I used to be a guy that would like drink a gallon of milk a day when I was in high school because like it was, it was what I, what the body needed. You got to drink your milk, son. And so, but like, so like my dairy, (laughs) I will have cheese and it's just, I'm not like, it won't be an in-between meal snack basically. So cheesy Brussels sprouts. Heck yeah. Oh, I love that. So do you make your own pesto or?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I make, yeah. I make my own pesto.
0: I, I love making pesto. It's, 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 it's very fun
1: it is and and this particular recipe I kind of go back and forth sometimes I make a, a traditional pesto with pine nuts um, but I'm blanking now on what I, I believe it's uh, I believe it's walnuts although it,
0: yeah, it walnuts. yeah I think it,
1: I think this one is walnuts
0: Elise's Elise is actually deathly allergic to walnuts so I would probably trade that out for for almonds she can have almonds uh, you know I walnuts. think you should
1: do that yeah, I walnut, think you should yeah. definitely Wal- do
0: walnuts that. and pecans <laughs> those tree nuts mm-hmm. like that those two specifically, those will those will uh, sign our own death warrant. So we're gonna stay away from those. But uh, yeah, almonds is is usually fine as long as I roast them first. So I'll roast the almonds.
1: How are how are cashews?
0: Cashews are uh, are okay. Same thing. You got I have to roast them. Um, it bakes okay. off some of okay. the oil. Walnuts and pecans in any form, those will get her. And uh, so we have to stay away from those. Peanuts are fine. Total, peanuts are absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, she actually. Gosh, what else? Uh, cucumbers, uh, all me- melons in all form. Those will all get her. So uh, we Whoa. just we just never carry yeah. those. We just never carry those in the house. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Obviously. Uh, which is shame because man, I I really like watermelon. I like watermelon a lot. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a it was an easy thing to transition to. Really, it's like oh, if if you have this in the house, I'll die. Well, that makes that very easy then. <laughs> For me not so.
1: Yeah, there's no choice there at all. <laughs> there's
0: no choice. That makes it really easy. All right, so... so pe- Yeah, pesto's really good. I love... I started cooking... The way that I learned how to be a cook... And... and uh, is I... We would leave Food Network on for our dog. Uh, we had a, a very... A very smart, great Dane... When we first got married. And... When we would... We had differing work schedules, me and my wife. So... And I... I you obviously understand... And so when I we would leave that on for him, when in the transition period between one of us going to work and one of us coming home, and he would watch Food Network because it was them talking directly to the to the screen, you know. Sure. Sure. And so sure. I, when I would come home from work, I would sit down. He would be there watching TV, and I would just leave it on. And then I started, I started just writing stuff down that they would be telling me, and I just started like practicing just like gathering a few things and now i i absolutely love to cook and i i i when like i said when my wife was pregnant with our first daughter then yeah then i just basically took over cooking probably 90 percent of all meals now i cook as well oh man the pat ratatouille was right anyone can cook right like you just have to try yes yeah you just have to try exactly to brave. yes
1: that's exactly what it is
0: and taste your food right taste your food before you serve it to anybody (laughs) don't don't like abstain like oh no i won't try any until you try some that's wrong that's just that's that's a war crime no at that point (laughs) (laughs) what's your dessert look like do you have any do you have any like non-dairy desserts or is are you still good with ice cream
1: um, no, we're, we are full on, uh, we embrace the dairy. We like uh, just cookies and milk. My Actually, my oldest, during quarantine time, has been asking if she could cook a meal a week as well. And she's been really getting into desserts. And so um, I have not done this, but over the course of quarantine, she's made cheesecake and churros. And she's made uh, fudge. And I mean, yeah. I, I'm pleased to enjoy the, um, the wares that she has created. It's pretty incredible.
0: Go team. That is great. Yeah. 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 My, my oldest, she, she has been helping a lot as well. She's nine and she's been helping a lot more in the kitchen. It's been a, it's been a ton of fun. Um, she's passing that along and uh, she's been helping out on the grill. And so she, she's my little, my little sous chef. It's been fantastic. She's been doing great really That's is. Awesome. It's, it's so much fun to pass on that skill. Any skill really to your kids, right? Isn't it? Ugh, it's just so fulfilling. Yeah. Yep. It's like what being a dad's all about. It's
1: pretty awesome. Uh,
0: this episode may be coming to an end, but Tommy has given us the um, the recipe book to continue our journey. And so I will be taking his advice this week. And I will be going vegetarian, which is going to be a ton of fun. I'm really excited. And I will be trying to take his. I'll probably be messaging you to say, like, hey, what do you think about this? And uh, I'll mail you uh, some some uh, freeze-dried food that I make so you can taste it. Excellent. <laughs> now, uh, so, and then we will. me and Elise will report back to you on our second response episode. Now, if you have any recipes that you want to contribute to us, uh, we'd love to hear them. Um, some things that you've tried in the past or or any of those brands that you think are, are good to try out, like please just shoot them our way. I'd, I'd love anybody that listens to, to tell us what we should try. Uh, now You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at like 2 like Things. That's the number two, like 2 Like Things. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or via email at I like to like things Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll read or play any messages on that episode too, if they're positive. We talk about uh, toxic fandom. Uh, Tommy's here trying to convert me to the good ways of vegetarianism. He's doing a good job. <laughs> if he did anything wrong or you have anything that you don't agree with, you know that I uh, don't want to hear it. Just uh, add to the conversation. Now you can also support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things. We can join people like Gerald, Galindo, Morgan, Dave, Jay, Paul, Paris, Zach, and Tony. Now... Tommy, where can people find you on social media?
1: So we are on, um, the Curiosity Hour is on Facebook at the Curiosity Hour. We have a a private group that never really took off, but I just have a public uh, Curiosity Hour uh, page where I ask lots of questions, share lots of, um, you know, links from our guests and try to increase the the curiosity level on Facebook. We're also on Twitter um, at the, uh, at curiosity underscore hour on Twitter. We also have an Instagram page, which I'm blanking on, but if you were to search for the curiosity hour, you would
0: find us. Well, that's easy enough, right? Well, Tommy, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for coming on, taking time out of your day and just sharing something you're passionate about. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah.
0: And now I'm hungry i got to go make myself some cauliflower. (laughs) That's good. That's That's right. It's dinner time, so that actually works out really well. Uh, (laughs) So I will see you all next week when the mission is accomplished. And remember, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things.